Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, March 20th, 2015. This week's episode is brought to you by Modulus.io. They are the single best hosting option available for Meteor right now. Go to Modulus.io and check them out. They offer a marketplace. They offer your Mongo databases. It's very easy to integrate with other Mongo databases. They offer WebSocket support with sticky sessions. They do everything right for your Meteor app. I use them for everything that I'm doing. I would highly recommend you use them as well. Modulus.io. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host. Rye Walker. Welcome to the show, Rye. Thank you, sir. This week, we're going to talk about a Meteor update, Hacker News, Crater, Materialize, and How Data Flows. We've got the one sponsor, Modulus. You guys know who they are. Come on. If you're not using Modulus, something wrong with you. I'm just going to say it. Have you done anything exciting this this week, Ray? Ah, uh, yeah, I have actually. You wrote a blog post, right? <laughs> yeah, I wrote a, I wrote a blog post on AirPair. Got on Hacker News. Got on Hacker. Was like, yeah. I, the funny thing about that one is I gave up on it yesterday. I was like at thirty five, and then it dropped to forty five, and like forty seven, and I was like, all right, game's over. I you know I shut it down and and I left for the day, and then at like whatever five thirty, yeah. So I guess I left early. We had a. <laughs> the Buckeyes were playing. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the CEO of AirPair, you know, you've, you've probably interacted with him on their Slack. Uh, he He's like, hey, check out Hacker News. I was like, what? The? You know, so that was pretty awesome. I don't know how that well, worked. Well, you know, it was, it was me. I went and upvoted it and I got like 10 <laughs> votes. <laughs> you know, I get I get like zero votes because I've been blacklisted or something. <laughs> I, I, you know, my theory on that is I think that they have like points per user, like, some people are a 10x and some people are a one tenth, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, and, that wouldn't surprise I, me. And I bet you, like a big guy, like went in and, and voted it up. Like who knows? Probably yeah. Paul Graham. I'm thinking, you know, he probably went in, <laughs> <laughs> nice. uploaded it, and boom, front page. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. But Same beyond, man. <laughs> besides that, yeah, all kinds of stuff going on. But how about you? What What'd you do this week? Oh gosh, I just wrapped up a training session, and oh, that reminds me. We're going to be having a new podcast soon, Listener Nation. We broke 250 on the Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash Meteor Club, you can join. The uh, Slack chat room is gangbusters. It's actually kind of crazy in there. It's awesome. A lot of lot of discussions going on. Um, we'll actually touch on some of that this week uh, with some of these, these topics. But now I'm like trying to plan that. Like I said, just finished the first part of the training class today for – a bunch of guys. And then uh, we'll give a shout out to Paul Dowman. He did a uh, meteorinterviews.com and he interviewed me. I think it was pretty good. Talked a lot about why I'm teaching and that kind of thing. So I don't know. Maybe it was boring. <laughs> but something big happened to Meteor this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 104 came out and then 104.1 came out. And then today 104.2 came out. And maybe at the rate we're going, we'll see 104.3 tomorrow. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So I think the first uh, breakage was it had something to do with deploying maybe or building. I don't know. I didn't read that one. Uh, and then the one today, there was there was problems with Cordova. So they did a, 
part of the upgrade was, you know, they went from Cordova, I've got it up here in my notes, Cordova 351 to 420. So it was a big Cordova upgrade. They've made some changes based on, you know, I think we've talked about it before, but they've made some changes based on like you have to specify domains and an access rule now because there was a bug. There's like a huge security hole in Android apparently with Cordova. I think the interesting thing and the big thing and the, the thing I want to know, like, you know, what what's MDG really doing here is with the template level subscriptions that was added as well. It's starting to get interesting because you can have your templates do the subscribing to data itself. And, you know, you don't have to worry about the router necessarily doing it anymore. And so it feels like they're starting to cannibalize little pieces of iron router. So we were, we were actually in the chat room with uh, Sashko and Slava in the telescope chat room. And we were talking about the release and, you know, where they kind of see it going and how should MDG handle iron router versus, you know, now flow routers out. I didn't put that in the notes this week, but, but flow routers out too. How do we reason about this? How do we figure out how to go forward? How do we do something there, you know, because, You've got something like user accounts or Houston and they rely on iron router and, you know, now we've got flow router and now, you know, subscriptions are happening in a different way, depending on if you use it or not. Like, you know, where, where's this all going to go? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to predict that, of course. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Are you planning on changing where you do subscriptions then based on the new release? You know, it was interesting. I think Aeronota kind of hit it on the head when he talked about, like, I think there are times where you need to make the subscriptions on in your router. And there are times where you need to make the subscription, you know, at the template level. And like, even today, thinking about the class, like, could I refactor in, like, we're grabbing tweets, but the tweets are different based on which route you're on. So when you're on, like, you know, we build a Twitter clone. And so when you're on the Twitter page, you want to see all the tweets that are people that you followed. Whereas when you're on the profile page, you only want to see the tweets for the person that you're looking at. And so those are two very different kind of subscription calls. And I don't think I could make those at the template level. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it's not a, not a panacea. It's not an end all, but it's definitely really, really interesting to think about it. I, I think there are good use cases for it. I just haven't seen too many like right off the top of my head right now that I would refactor. And then I guess the other kind of awesome thing is they're claiming uh, they saw a 10 X speed up. They 10 X all your Mongo queries for you apparently. Cool. Yeah. I so mean, now soon, we can all be 10 X developers. <laughs> yeah, as soon as, soon as it came out, I like, I have problems with the uplog uh, getting behind problem. Oh, on, yeah. Yeah. Back pressure. Yeah, and um, on, on a couple of our apps, and I haven't tested it yet, but I like immediately is like I deployed hoping that I'll never have to see that problem again. You know, it's <laughs> one of those things that you only see those problems when you see them, you know, so. Well, so you'll notice when it happens, though, because your CPU usage will spike yeah. when the oplog, backlog pressure, or whatever they call it, mm. kicks in, then basically you'll see a bunch of people switch to like Poland diff, or I, I guess you'll just see the server switch to Poland diff, but you know, you'll see a big spike in CPU usage because it's refetching data and kind of getting, getting the updates uh, that way. You're saying with an update, at, with the update, we're, we're going to see CPU jumps when it's getting slow. Or are you yeah. saying it used to? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because okay. the whole idea behind Oplog was to limit, like lower your CPU usage and make it a little more, little more real time than the, you know, five or 10 second Poland diff was before, so. Yeah, yeah, okay, got it. We'll go to the next topic, Hacker News. It's our first topic, kind of, but it's also our second, third topic. Yeah, so yesterday, it was yesterday on Hacker News, someone said, is Meteor.js mature enough to use for building big applications? You know, like, like lob that up in the air, right? <laughs> and of course, the first guy, I don't know if it was the first guy, but was, there was a guy who came in with kind of a negative viewpoint on it, and then the Meteor Mafia showed up, and it was funny just, like, seeing these usernames. I'm like, oh, okay, him and him and him and him. <laughs> I think we gang-tackled these people, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's funny to watch the flow of it too. Like, yeah, in the telescope Slack chat room, and Sasha posted it there, and there was like a little bit of discussion, and and then I went over and commented on it, and then like Sasha posted it on Crater, and then like a bunch of other people started flowing in. The thing I love about this is number one, it's evidence that there's a community now around Meteor that's mm-hmm. uh, passionate about it, obviously. And then we kind of like won the battle, you know, like the pro meteor people won the battle. In the past, like take a year ago, a post on something made front page on Hacker News about meteor. It was going to be pretty damn negative, you know, like on yeah. average. Yeah. So I, I love the fact that, I mean, it wasn't a big battle. I think there's only how many comments on this, like 56 comments, 50 points. It wasn't a big post, but it's nice to see that we at least won this little battle <laughs> that the pro meteor sediment kind of one out over the negative meteor sentiment. You know, here's the thing. Like I, I made a comment on this guy. Oh, uh, it looks like Ben, Ben Strahan made a comment as well. And he got voted up a lot more. You can tell this guy, this Alexander is just someone who maybe used meteor once or mm-hmm. twice, or, or, you know, maybe even tried it for a project and then left, you know, yeah. and probably yeah. left a while ago. Like he says, bad routing support. Like I would not call iron router, bad routing support. And right. you know, there are alternatives out there now, right? Like flow routers out just like the day before this came out, like mm-hmm. shut up. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. um, you know, there, there's plenty of packages. And so like everything he pointed at, like no IATN support, like everyone's like, there's already packages to take care of that. And his point was, well, they're not official. And, you know, why do we keep talking about official things? There are a few things that I think Meteor as an official maintainer should create or do. One of them I do think is a router. And the other one is like database drivers, you know? And outside of that, I don't really care if it's official or not. Like, so are you saying because it's official, you just trust the code and you don't audit it or because it's unofficial, like it takes guessing, extra auditing time. It's probably like a Microsoft developer, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Ben said down in his comment. Like, uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Are you a .NET dev? Because it sounds like you're not an open source dude. You know, he says something in the comments about how, you know, a project manager would be roughly hearing these words about, the external package system like no no not at all i think if you're going to use a package you should absolutely learn how to read that code and understand what's going on but at the same time there are plenty of people right now relying on like simple schema and auto form or yeah. user accounts or any of this stuff you know like this, yeah, this stuff's it, pretty good and the thing too like again they, i actually believe that meteor should have less packages honestly mm-hmm. like there's there's packages that, that are that are official that shouldn't be like bootstrap-ish type stuff, you know? Yeah, um, they, 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 they were Okay, good. All right. So, yeah, but there's things that they had to do initially just to make the stack full enough to be useful. 
And there's no, there's no way to know, like, you know, let's say they did take the, the five packages that he said they should do. Then there's another new top five that should be incorporated into core. Right. And so core gets bloated under his worldview. And mm-hmm. we, I don't think any of us would really want that. No, because I mean, we need to have this choice down the road. So, yep. I mean, all you meteor people out here understand why having a single router wouldn't be the right thing for us. You know, like right. it's just, I guess there was a time where maybe I was like, this is weird. Like Rails has a, a router, like shows to you, but I, I see now why it makes sense to not have that. Uh, I mean, you know, I go either way on that. I, I think, um, you know, server-side rendering and routing should be something that fall under Meteor, in my opinion. Like just looking at how React works, I think it makes sense, you know, but. I yeah. Know. yeah, again, and then, and then what, what else? You yeah. Know? <laughs> So my initial response to just this thread in general, not the not the hater, was that yeah, there there are plenty of big people out there doing it, right? Like I've talked to, I've interviewed Classcraft on the Q and A, I've talked to Workpop, uh, trying to get Mixmax on the Q and A to talk about like scaling and that kind of thing. Like these people are building one, they're building big teams, and two, they're building big apps that need to scale, right? So you're talking about, is it? good enough for building big applications? Absolutely, I think so. There are teams that are learning how to work together in a media environment in a scalable way, in my opinion. And then you're also, you have teams that are working together to build a scalable app that will, you know, handle the concurrent, you know, the thousand, two thousand concurrent connections that you might be dealing with. All right, let's go and jump to talk about this massive crater thread. Re- yeah, redesign. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the biggest crater topic ever. <laughs> so apparently if I put up a topic that said, what do you think of the new telescope? Everyone would be like, yeah, it's all right. It's nice features. You say, what do you guys think of this design? Like, everybody's got an opinion on that. <laughs> well, especially especially because it was a, it's kind of a, a risky design, right? It like, is. It uh, is. It was a huge departure. Yeah, and I love but, it. By the way, I, I don't think I even commented on this thing, but I yeah. like the new design. So. Nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, there were there were two big goals here. I guess there were three goals. Nick missed one. One was to kind of redesign it, and make it feel less like telescope and more like its own thing. Two, bring it in line with my Meteor Club branding. So that's why why purple, you know. Um, <laughs> but we didn't want it to feel the same, so we ditched the original kind of Fireball logo and didn't use the Meteor Club one, Nick made his own rendition of a kind of a meteor coming down to earth there. You know, the other one was maybe have a spot for ads. So we still have to figure that one out. Got to decide if that's interesting. And if that's, <laughs> to you, if that's uh, in- interesting at all to the community, right? Like, I don't know how much hate I'd get for that if I did it, but I was talking to someone the other day and uh, they pointed out like carbon ads approach me and they're like, oh, we'd love to put ads on your site. And it's like, do I... Do I do that? Do I not do that? Like, so right now I'm probably paying on the order of like going back to scaling talks, paying on the order of uh, 28 bucks to run Crater a month. And that's one $10 DigitalOcean slice and then one $18 Compose.io slice. And we're doing something around 400,000 page views a month. We're easily like it's not even breaking a sweat handling like 150 concurrent users, so quite yeah. scalable. But yeah, no, I I love the new design. Like Nick used, he didn't ask me this, but he used two fonts that I actually love, Railway and Roboto, and we didn't even yeah. talk about it ahead of time. But like I've got three favorite fonts, and that's two of them. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a mind reader, so he is. He is. <laughs> <you> go, <Nick? laughs> yeah. 
but it has been, you know, a little, it was a little choppy. It's still, there's still little bugs that we're trying to work out. And honestly, like we've learned a lot about telescope designs. Like it's probably a bad idea for you to make your own form designs because, you know, those things change a lot. Whereas the, there's not a ton of changes that happen to the main pages. So when you make your own design, you've kind of got to keep in step with what Sasha's doing with telescope. So just something to consider when you're doing that kind of thing. Hmm. Let's go to the next topic, which is materialize. This is a blog post that <laughs> before you shared it with me today. <laughs> Are I you saying read. you hadn't seen this? No, I hadn't. I was like, <laughs> oh, this should be interesting. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, no, this is um, a cool post by um, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Same guy, same guy, design creator. Uh, works here at Differential. Talking about material design and the easiest way to get to that. And, uh, you know, mentions polymer, which of course I'm using polymer. Uh, it's kind of a, a touchy subject around here since we're uh, house divided on, on that. We're house divided on, on CoffeeScript versus JavaScript too, you know? <laughs> the interesting thing I would throw out is I, I just recently, I don't know if you start new apps lately, Josh, like Greenfield. Like, let's do a new media app. For me, that decision, I, I was going to try to do that. I actually started it earlier this week. I was like, okay, I'm going to make this new app. And then I'm like, ah, do I want to use Polymer? Do I want to use Materialize? Do I want to like use user accounts? Because I was an accounts entry person, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, should I use that? I probably should use the differential boilerplate. You know, of course, <laughs> there's JavaScript in there. So that's a negative for me. And then it didn't have Polymer. So I'm like, okay, do I want to learn all this other stuff? And I'm like, God, man, this is going to be starting to be a tough time jump into media it's not as simple as it was two years ago when we started you know true back, yeah, true. back in the bootstrap era but are you using materialize i have not used it we're we're still like the designer that i work with is mostly centered around materialize for the client project i'm on i'm using ionic i don't know like i'm divided on material design like i i like the google maps app on my phone but at the same time i'm not sure i'm entirely sold on inbox by google necessarily and i think some of that is material design right like i i i prefer the maybe the completely flat look that mailbox gives me so i don't know have you, have you tried the calendar app the google calendar app um, i have i have not yet i should i should yeah. install that because i use google calendar yeah just just on ios i mean it's it's another like perfect example of of material design if again not saying the material design is perfect but they implemented it perfectly within this app so if you're looking for more information to make a decision one way or another i you know it's it, it is probably a definitely a flavor of the month sort of thing like bootstrap was huge a couple of years ago and this is to me like kind of like the next bootstrap in a sense and yeah but i wonder if it's going to get as big as bootstrap right like you're going to have fragmentation in the market like you already have foundation of bootstrap and clearly bootstrap in my mind was the winner but mm-hmm. how many people are just going to stay with bootstrap or stay with foundation rather than move to materialize you know i think it's really just you know, kind of high-end, high-end developers that get bored of doing the same shit, you know, for multiple years, and they look for something new to do. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're, I'm over on that. I like the new shiny things, and a lot of, you know, again, a lot of smart developers that, you know, just yeah. want to be on the edge of things. This is more edgy than than Bootstrap for sure. Yeah, I definitely see, like, the interesting thing is with Polymer, right? Like, I could see like making that switch personally because. Yeah. There's a lot of UI stuff that comes with that. There's not just just some design stuff. There's a lot of reactivity that kind of happens in there as well. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're looking to test out material design, go to this blog post and uh, and uh, it's just it kind of gives you the quick overview of the the, the things you can do there. The, the, the main parts of uh, materialize. What do you have? Let's uh, go to the last topic here. Yep, data flow. data flow from the database to the UI. So first off, you should go look at this article because that looks like a delicious cake at the top. And mm. it's, got, it's got little butterflies on it. And I mean, who doesn't like butterflies? They're probably candy. <laughs> no, so it's uh, a lot of this is talking about the new, the stuff we kind of talked about before, the new subscription stuff. Number one, I love when Sashko writes stuff, like keep writing stuff, Sashko. I, I assume he listens to this. He definitely talks about like you need to think about security in your publication on the server, right? Not not in your client. You're doing it wrong if you think about security in the client. You should only be looking up and returning data that the user has access to from the publication and make sure that it's granular. That's where you should be most concerned about performance is uh, in your publication. You know, he, he kind of walks you through how you can subscribe to a task list and he's using current data ID. Where's that coming from? So he makes the subscribe call and it's tasks and list. And I don't know where that current data is coming from. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a, it must be a method on template that I'm not aware of. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming that's like the data context that's being set, but I don't see where he's setting that anywhere. But anyway, I you know I'm assuming that Somehow that's getting set to like a task ID or a to-do list ID, that kind of thing. And it just walks you through how you don't have to worry about having a global loading template anymore. You know, like your to-do list can have an individual loading template or a loading kind of block. It's kind of weird because if you wait on all the data in Iron Router, you just end up with this blank page while this data is synchronizing over. Whereas in reality, we don't have to do that with Meteor you only need to wait on the key data and you could have one little loading section and, you know, the rest of the page could be filling in with stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So we don't, we don't need to make these monolithic pages. You can make these tiny little components that make the subscriptions themselves and care about like, what does the loading data look like there? And, you know, yeah. I mean, do you think that, I think a big part of this is, um, this is like, a, you know, making the subscriptions happening from the template is a move towards components, right? I mean, that's yes. definitely a part of this, I think, why, why these experiments are happening, you know, why it's part of 104 now, and why he did this post. Yeah, I know that Sasha wrote a post about this and kind of showed how you could do this. And Sashko thought it was a good idea and hacked it in so that it would be supported here. But, you know, it's kind of an interesting idea to me. Something's going to change. There's, we're either going to see Blaze 2 or we're going to see React fully supported or something is going to happen. And, you know, this stuff is going to be, it'll be very different. I think Iron Router, I don't think it'll go away, but it, it'll it take a big refactor to get it to where it needs to be for Meteor apps. But, you know, the thing that's weird to me is that there's still no kind of notion of URLs in Meteor at this point outside of Iron Router or Flow Router. And we're building web apps here, people. Like the core component of the web is the URL as a building block. Like we need to support URLs here. Yeah. 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 So I think, I mean, this is pretty cool. I want to digest this post a little bit more. I hadn't seen it until you, you linked it today. So yeah. 
Good stuff. A lot of, I mean, it's, it's fun to have a new release of Meteor, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, we'll have another one in two weeks, right? Because uh, when's Dev Shop? Not even two weeks. Uh, next week, next Thursday, I think we'll see one one come out. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, have anything else for us to talk about? I think we've covered off our topics for the day. No, no. I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, I'm going to start that new roundtable podcast shortly. I think it's, it's going to be called Meteor Club Podcast. Probably like three or four people will be talking about little topics in Meteor. We'll just pick a, a show topic and just kind of riff on it for 30, 40 minutes. And mm. it'll be exciting. I'd love to see it hit like new and noteworthy in technology. So we'll see if we can make that work. All you fans out there, be ready for it when I say it's available. Yeah. You know, I wish there were more Meteor podcasts. I would, I would have them queued up in my overcast yeah uh, yeah yeah. meteor interviews like he submitted it to the itunes store so we'll have a second oh, yeah. soon <laughs> cool yeah but that's just more listening to me at this point i think it'll be more interesting <laughs> when there's someone else on it <laughs> damn it <laughs> i've decided my my marketing approach is just like visa like i'm everywhere you are gonna be <laughs> <laughs> that's a good strategy yeah all right all right so, man uh, i'll talk to you next week yeah Sounds good. All right. All right. Thanks, guys.